0: Shabbos d'Ap Kof Yud we're starting four lines from the top. Mifta HaLukah, a woman had a shirt or a blouse which tied in her front with two straps. So Pshita, the Gemara asks that Lachari is partially allowed to do this on Shabbos because it's not a Kesheshel Since she has to remove it every day, therefore she could open within 24 hours, and that is not a Kesheshel Kayamah. The Gemara says, tzricha, isle tre dashi. it has two straps, like we explained, that's tied in the front, one higher and one lower, and when she could untie one of them, she'll be able to remove the shirt, even though it's Budaichik, but maybe you consider that a shell Kayama, and therefore ma'otim mechadim now in It's like she battled one of them to keep it there for a long time, and therefore it's a Kamash one that it's not a So what's the havmin? What's the maskana? They, they them, that the rishonim explain the havmin is that since she might keep one of them, and you're not sure which one she will open up and which one she will keep tied. Therefore, each of them has a din of a kashish kayama. And that the akemara answers. Either Kamash one, that since she opens both of them many times, therefore that's a kashash she'en and therefore it's m'oto, or the Meiri says that it's matir b'chol pam Gacha. each time she might open a different one, and therefore each one is not considered kashash at all. And it's mutta to make this kesha lechachila on Shabbos. Also, the strings of a hat. The woman used to wear these hats and this tied it onto her head. So, pita is pashet that you let her wear it because you're going to take it off every day and therefore it's not a kesha kiyama. And where it says, that you left it a little bit loose. You might think that a woman would slip it off her head and not untie it, and therefore it's a kashal because it could stay for a long time. Kamash 1, the Isha al or Mishra that a woman is nervous about her hair, that she doesn't want to pull out any hair, or she doesn't want to mess up her hair, and therefore she'll untie it in order not to have to remove it with force, and therefore it might ruin her hair. The Gemara continues, the Sandal, our Mishnah said that's it's muta to tie and to untie the ritzues, the straps of shoes and sandals, chilo. So we learned in three different braces, three different halachas. Hit the ritzues, manal, sandal. If you're untying the ritzues of the shoe or the sandal, tani chadu we learn to the price of chayev chad, and the to it's also. We learn another price of potable also that's not the rice but draw bonnets. also, but tiny, that's like our Mishnah said. So, kasha minol aminol, kasha sandal as sandal. The more answers minol aminol, kasha, that there's three different cases. When we said a shoemaker's knot, which was the knot that they made on the shoe in order to keep the laces in, that they tied there, it was permanently affixed there, and therefore that's a kasha kerma. also, when we said it's potable also it's talking about the shoes that the way the Rabbani used to wear their shoes the Talmudic Harim Rashi says since they were Talmudic Harim and therefore they didn't walk around a lot they would buy the base marriage a lot therefore they would keep their shoes very loose and therefore they were not Keshir and and they would be able to slip in their shoes on their feet and slip it off so it was like slip-on shoes even though it was tied but it was only for looks they never really opened it and therefore it looks like a Keshir Kermin should be Dura'is it should be Chayim but but, in the time of the winter, was when there was a lot of mud around, I said that they would open up the country and then it retire very strong that they shouldn't get stuck on the mud and then it would slip off of its feet and therefore, so it's not a Kash Shakyam, and therefore Midrais in Akhaev. But since they keep it tied many times, therefore Midrabbana we said it's also it looks like a Kashish And the one that says But Ibn mechuzah. people in Makhuza were very fastidious in the way they dressed, and therefore they made sure that they tied their shoes very tightly because they wanted to make it look very nice and very neat. And therefore they had to untie it every night in order to take off their shoes. And therefore it's a cash in Shakyamba and therefore it's Mutal Khathila. Sandala Sandal Kasha, Hadut Tanikai Khatas bin tied to Ishkafi. This is the type of shoe worn by Arab merchants and they used to have them tied by the professionals, by the shoemakers, and it was tied in a way that was tied in a kashal part of inu. we're talking about a type of a shoe which was worn by regular people, and they tied it by themselves, it wasn't done by a professional, by a layman, and therefore it wasn't something that was stayed forever, even though it stayed a little bit, it stayed for a week or a month, Rashi says, and therefore it's asa, midrach but it's still not a kashish kayama, and therefore you're not We're talking about a sandal that was shared by two people, by Ruben and Shimon, and therefore each one had a different size shoe. And each time that they would wear it, they would have to open it up and retire to fit that person's shoe. So that's not a kashish kayama. The Gemara continued with a story. Rabbi like Rabbi 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 the brother of the sandal? He had a pair of sandals that zimnud sometimes he wore it, and sometimes his son wore it. Also, came in front of Abayi on Shabbos for Amalay and he asked him. What's it in on this type of sandal? It seems like a regular sandal that it's a fixed knot, that the knot is tight, and therefore it's going to be a shekel. So my shiloh wasn't if it's awesome dry. Of course it can't be us dry. because I'm going to untie it. I just had a suffolk Maybe it's going to be Patravlassa. So how can you tell me? You're telling me it's So Abayah said back, my time, what's the time that you thought like that? so Abayah Rabbi, you'd explain that since during the weekday, sometimes I wear it and sometimes my son wears it, therefore, how can you say that that's a Kashiqiyama of Malay? Abai now realized what his shaylan was, and therefore he said, If that's the way, weirdest type of shoe that's opening and closing it for different people, then of course it's going to be like we just explained. Rabbi Yemi, cause was walking in back of Ravo, in a Kamalist, which is something which is not a Rishish Yach, not a Rishish Rabim. And it's awesome to to carry it there. Ifsik resu the sandal. And the strap of the sandal ripped off. And now he wasn't able to walk with the sandal. So Rabbi Yemi asked Rabbi What should I do? My name is Rabbi Yemi. responded, Take a moist reed that's appropriate for Michael B'Hema. And therefore it's not considered the Muxa. And then wrap it Around the sandal, in order to keep your foot in place, and then you could walk out of the ekamas and take it into Tushas of Yachin. So Abaya came to Rabbi Abaya was by Rabbi Yasef, and he was walking with Rabbi Yasef. and his strap of his sandal also ripped off, and therefore he couldn't wear the sandal. Al Malay, so he said to him, May what should I do? Al Malay, so here Rabbi Yasef said, Shafka, you have to leave alone, it's considered muksa. So the Gemara asked, May Shemit Rabbi what's the difference between the case of Abaya and Rabbi Yasef and the case of Rabbi Ezef and Rabo? The Gemara answer is loy Minta Hachaminta over there in the case of Rabbi Amir, the Kamalist wasn't someone we would protecting, and therefore potentially if you leave there over the Shabbos you will actually lose the shoe or your sandal. So therefore we make it and we let you wear it in such a way so you could bring it back in. But hachaminta here it's in the Khat and therefore you're not worried that it's gonna be stolen. And we didn't give you a hat to move Muksa or to touch Muksa to fix it on Shabbos, and the person's mevatel das from it, and therefore it is buxo. In order to understand the next Gemara, let's explain how the sandals were made in those times. He had two loops, one on the right side of the shoe, in the middle of the shoe, or in the middle of the sandal, and one on the left side of the sandal, which were loops. And then you took a leather strap and you inserted through those in order to tie up the sandal. Now, if one of those loops broke, that's what we're referring to in Agamari of the past, when we said one of them in the case of Bayer or in the case of BMR that it actually ripped. And therefore, the strap wasn't able to be tied onto the shoe. Now, people would look at the shoe in two different ways based on which of these strap holders broke. If the inner strap holder broke, for example, if it's your right sandal and the inner strap, which is the one on the left side of the shoe, broke, then people wouldn't have a problem to fix that one, because it was on the inside, and people wouldn't see that it was a fixed loop, and therefore they would have in mind to actually go and fix that after Shabbos, or at some point, and therefore that would be mutter, because it could be that this is considered muxa, it's something that's still considered a kli. However, if the right loop um, broke off on the case of the sandal, and it's the right side, which is on the outer side, that people could see very easily, therefore, that's the case that we were talking about, it would potentially be muxa, because if that loop broke people would intend not to fix that and it'll be considered muksa because even if they fixed it it would look funny and people wouldn't wear such a shoe and they would be embarrassed to wear that. So the Gemara now is meaning why do you say that it's considered muksa even though that I it's on my right side. And if I would fix it it would look funny, but to be ina fixed well if I want, I could take the right sandal, put it up, and make it my left sandal and now the broken loop would actually be on the inner part of my body and not on the outer side part of the body because now the right loop would actually be the inner loop <laughs> Rabbi Yisif answers to Abaya that the fact that we're going to say in a moment that Rabbi Yisif explains a a coin to Rabbi Yisif, it must be Rabbi Yisif felt that the law is like Rabbi Yisif, that's why he's explaining it and Rabbi Yisif is of the shita that by switching shoes that's not enough a way to take something out of being muqsa and such a sandal is not considered a kriya anymore and therefore it would be muqsa we find Rabbi Yechla saying something about Rabbi Udo. the time we have a bracelet that it says it's vowel if the two ears of the sandal were pulled off these ears were used to pull the sandal onto your foot or the two strap holders like we've displayed in these two loops that we were talking about or the entire sole was taken off of the shoe then that's tar it's not considered a kli, and therefore it's tar which means first of all it can't be macabre and secondly even if it was tummy now it's not tummy anymore because any kli that breaks is considered tar however if only one of those ears or or if only one of the holders or the rings that were the straps were placed into, or most of the soul was taken off, but not all of it, Tameh, this, sandals still considered Tameh, because it's considered a mana, and what's the Pshan Rabbanam? The Rabbanam hold that you could move one shoe, even if it's the outer loop, you can now move that sandal from the right foot to the left foot, or from the left foot to the right foot, and make it the inner loop, and therefore, it's still considered a mana. However, Rabbi Huda argues that, and he says, Rabbi Huda says, Nifzke Tameh, that if the inner one falls off or breaks, then it's considered Tameh, because you could fix that, and therefore you consider considered a mana. Hachit but if the outer loop breaks off, then the sandal will be tar. And the reason is because Rabbi Huda holds that people don't move their shoe from the left foot to the right foot or from the right foot to the left foot. And therefore, since that's not normal to do, it's not considered money anymore, and therefore it will be tar. Now, so far, this braisa has to do with tumma, nothing to do with Shabbos, number one. And number two, we don't know who the halach is. But V'amu Uluvi, Tim Rabbi that Machleikas Lini Tumma, just like we had Machleikas over here, B'Negayat Tumma, Kach Machleikas Lini Shabbos, Avalon Lini Chalitza, that the same Machleikas, or the same shita would apply to Shabbos. However, that shita would not apply to Chalitza, but we don't explain what Rabbi means. but we asked, Rabbi Yechron, who is Rabbi saying this shita according to? Eli, if he was referring to Rabbanan, when he's saying this, and therefore the feet are since they hold that Bidagaya Tumma it's considered a Kli still and therefore it doesn't lose its Shem Tumah, even though the strap on the outer side broke off because you could switch shoes, Nami and therefore for Shabbos it's also considered a Kli, because you could switch the shoes around. But this shoe is not gonna be enough for Khalitza, which means that when a woman whose husband died without children has to do either Yibon Khalitza and she does Khalitza with her husband's brother and she takes off the shoe from his right foot if you have a shoe that was really supposed to be on his left foot but it broke and now you put that shoe on your right foot is that considered a normal way to wear it and it would be therefore muta to do chalitz with it or do you consider that it's considered a left shoe and therefore it's not going to be a good enough chalitza so Rabbi Yechim is explaining to Rabbanon and saying this shoe even though you could switch it to the other foot, the left foot, to the right foot, it's not considered a Kli, and you're not going to use it. But now we can say that because we know in the Mishnah it says, shall be min. if she took off the left shoe from his right foot, chalitza shere, this Chalitza is good. Since Rabbi Yechim was saying, according to <Hebrew> Rabbi Yechim, since Rabbi Huda holds, that's it's not considered a Kli anymore by Tumma because we don't consider that you can move it from one foot to the other, according <speaking> to <in> them, then the Shabbos, is also not considered a Klee. The manu but by chalitza he's considered that it is a kli it's considered a good sandal and therefore if you take it off of his right foot it's going to be a kosher chalitza and Rabbi Echel is basically saying that Rabbi Yehuda is not arguing on that Mishnah in that says using a left shoe on a right shoe, a foot is going to be kosher for chalitza the Gemara says that can't be because when the Mishnah said he allowed to do such a thing at least that this is considered a kli it's a good left shoe and you put a left shoe on a right shoe, even though it doesn't fit, but it's still a shoe, and therefore it would be good. will in our case, Lemilse Lab Manu, according to Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that you don't switch over shoes from one shoe to the other, that breaks. Here, since it's broken, therefore it's not a Kli. Like we manu. it's not considered a Kli. so you can't even say that it's considered a shoe. If it's a shoe, so okay, it's a left shoe, you could do chalitza with it. But over here, it's not even considered a shoe, and therefore, of course, you can't do chalitza. So, how are you going to say that? Rabbi Yechonin is going to say a shita in Rabbi Yehuda that it's mutt to chalitza with such a shoe. And my answer is La Rabbi Huda. Of course, Rabbi Yechonin is talking about Rabbi Yehuda, but ema v'chein lechalitza. He says that even for chalitza, it's not considered a shoe. And although Rabbi Yehuda may agree to Mishnah and Yavamis where it is a shoe, it's just on the wrong foot. However, this is not a shoe, and therefore you can't do chalitza. And this is exactly the chiddush of Rabbi Yechonin v'hal kamashvilon. The min shel small b'shal yamin That when the Mishnah said such a din at least that this shoe is a perfectly good shoe and you're just switching feet then it's going to be mutter to do chalitza and we continue because you're Beis and manu. but here it's not even considered clee and therefore it wouldn't be able to be used for chalitza but you do see over here that Rabbi Yechran explained the sheet Rabbi Yudah and therefore you see that the Pesach is that any shoe that's broken with the outer loop is what's broken therefore it's not considered a it's not considered a anymore and that's why it is Muqsa, that's the explanation that Rabbezi said to Abaya that it's muqsa and therefore you can't touch it when it's in a chutzah. The Gemara asks um, "Could it be that holds that the halachas like a Rebbechun, Rebbechun says, like a mishnah." We generally have a rule that is like a mishnah. and we learned the in Mishnah in sandal should If you had a sandal, that one of its ears that you used to pull up the sandal, or for example, the loop itself, which should be the same halacha v'tikna, and you masakin it, tummy meirus, it still retains its tumas measures. So, for example, if was zava stepped and use these sandals, the dinah becomes, tumas measure becomes an ava tumur, just like the zav and zavah. And the Mishnah says, that if one of these ears come off, it's still tumah, you don't say it's not considered a clear anymore. Now Rashi points out, it's not because you misakad it, because if it's true, that by pulling one off, it will be not considered a kli, the fact that you misakad it can't help, because the parachlomah masa it would pull off the tumah right away, and you can't now go say, that once I fix it, the tumah comes back. If tumah comes off of something, because it's not a clear anymore, that it comes off and it's now tar until it becomes tummy again meaning even if you fix it afterwards and now it's a Kli it'll only become tummy once a Zav steps on it again but the point of the Gemara is my Lab the rabbis talk about it over there it didn't make a difference it said one ear came off it didn't say if it was the inner or the outer one and it would therefore seem that even if the outer one came off it would still be considered a Kli and that is only because once the outer ring or the outer ear comes off then that that would be my because you wouldn't switch it to the other foot because it wouldn't look nice. And therefore, this mishnah seems like a stam mishnah, like the Rabbanon and Rabbeinu, who pass, like, like every stam mishnah in shas would have to pass like the Rabbanon. The Gemara answers like primus dafka. The Mishnah over there is talking that only the inner ring or the inner ear fell off or was ripped off, and is actually going with for The Gemara asks, what would be if the outer ear would rip off it's gone on the it's going kaput, and it would be tar because it's not considered a cleaning war If so, out of tani, why does the mission over there continue and says nifsa of the second loop?" The second ear falls off. Even if you reattach that loop or the ear, it would still be tarmen but with tummy maga what does that mean? We know that if a zavo steps on something or puts their full weight on something, that becomes tomus medris and it becomes an avatoma. However, however, something afterwards loses its status of that clee And for example, in our case, it can't be used anymore for a shoe, so it loses the din of avatoma. It doesn't have this tum of avatoma, it's considered a broken but since this piece of leather, which used to be a sandal and it was able to be Tomei's measures and actually was Tomei as an avatoma, this piece of leather could still be used, for example, as a hot plate. You could use it for some other item that the zav is not going to be standing on, but it's still considered a kli. And therefore, at the fact that at one point it was avatoma, it's touching itself. And therefore, it becomes a tuma. That tuma doesn't go off because it's a kli. But the point of the Gemara is why do we have to say that the case is that the second one fell off and that's why it's tar even if you fix it I'll give you a case that's even where one falls off That when do we say that's still tar it's considered a cliche when the inner ring or the inner ear fell off then you consider that's the cliche still in the no tar but if the outer one fell off now it's not considered a shoe because you're not going to use it even if you fix it and therefore it's tar from Thomas Medris even though it retains it's Thomas Magus Medris so I'm that you're correct, really you have a good question, and therefore it seems that this Mishnah is not Rabbi Huda. but to say, in order not to break the words of Rabbi Eichlun, because we want to make sure that we know Rabbi Eichlun held like Rabbi Huda, and we want to say that this is Mishnah is Rabbi Huda. we're going to explain the Mishnah in Kalim in a situation that had four ears or four loops, and the Mishnah will work out perfectly Rabbi Huda, that we're talking about where he ripped off the loop on the outer side, or the ear on the outer side of the shoe, but if you pulled off one, the shoe is still usable and still considered mana because it's only one of them. It could be used with the second loop or the second ear. However, once you pull off both of the outer ears or the outer loops, then Lefirah BeHuda exactly Then it's considered not a kli because a person generally doesn't move one shoe to the other foot. The Gemara is Rabihan Libra Buddah, Shma Krabhud Svirlay. It must be like like Rabbi Huddah, just like we had for the entire Amid Gumara answer, Libra Bihan. It's Machlik is between Ravin and Rabbi Baba and what Rabbi Echman said. The gemara continues and in order to understand the next Gemara, let's remember what we just said before, that if you have a sandal, that one ear fell off and you already fixed it, and then the second ear fell off, the Gemara says it becomes tar and it's not a clear anymore, even though at that point only one of the ears are off at that point. Tanan we have a mission in Kaelin that says, "Call Kli The din is a That if something becomes Tummy. You need a shear for that Kli to be considered a Kli. And we learn that by a Kli eight, that needs a taich, that needs it inside. That teich has to hold something. And this is applicable to two different points. Number one, it can't become Tame unless the Klee is a full Klee that can hold something. In addition, if it already was Tame and it was a Klee and then it gets a hole in it, it could lose its Tame because it's now not considered a Klee anymore if it gets a large enough h- hole. How large of that hole have to be? It has to be a hole that's large enough that a Remain, a pomegranate, which is a pretty large fruit, could fall out of it. If it's smaller than that, that's not considered a hole because you could still carry Remain in it. So the point of the Mishnah is that any Baobas, should Combine, the share of that Kli is to, until it gets a whole other reminder and by chiskia niv kiv kumaytzis ayes If let's say a kli had a hole of his zayis and then you stuffed it up v'chazb niv kiv kumaytzis and Then you got another hole of his zayis and you closed it up avcheshlimu l'maytzir rimain until it got to the point that if you aired up all the holes it would have aired it up to a place of a full remind But now it happens to be stuffed up. Ma, what's it? in? does it lose its shem or not? Rabbi and Rabbi Rabbi said back to Chizkir, referring to him as Rabbi, that you yourself taught us from the Mishnah and Kalim. That sandal, shnifzka, achas me'alsu Vitikna, Even though you fixed it, Tommy medrash, it still considered Tommy medrash. But Nifsa shnir, once a second ring fell off the and if you fixed it, tarmi medrash. Even though at that point only one ring or ear was off, it still considered tarmi medrash. I have tarmi magrav medrash, but And we said to you. Why is the first one still tummy? Because the second loop is still there. That the second one, also, by the time that it fell off, you already fixed the first one. And you told us over there that Pshat is, because each time you fix it, now you have two rings that are new, and therefore it's considered like this Kali is a brand new clee So you're right that maybe at this point it's not broken, but it's not the same clee it was before. Before it was shoe A, and now it's shoe B, and therefore it loses its original tumma. In our case as well, you're right that at this point, that it doesn't have any hole that's greater than the size of remain However, throughout the process, it kept being fixed, and therefore it's considered like a brand new cle. So cle A had tumor, but cle B is not tummy because it lost its tumor. So, Chizki said about Abyechron, you're not a human. You're really like a Malch. You came of such a good spara, That's like a Malch. On the other side, he said, someone like you, like Inish. you are the epitome of what a person should be. If the earlier generation are considered like children of angels, we are like children of people. We're regular people. If the original diarists were considered Anoshim, onu Kachamayim, and we are like donkeys, and not like the donkeys which were donkeys, like donkey and Rabbinchel like regular standard donkeys that have no chashivas and will stop over here.